Turn to somebody and say, Jesus is still the answer. He's still the answer. Go ahead, tell them. Jesus is still the answer. He's still the answer. Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. In Foursquare, we have these four symbols. Jesus, the Savior, the cross. We have Jesus, the baptizer in the Holy Spirit, the dove that descended upon Jesus that day when the heavens opened up. We have the cup of communion, today's communion Sunday. We take the, the cup as Jesus is, everybody say the healer, the healer, the healer. And why we say that is because this is by his stripes, those stripes. Remember when Jesus was at the whipping post, those are where the stripes came from and they were whipping him. Was it 39? There's 39 times. And they had little bony chips and metal and all this stuff wrapped up into the whip. And they would whip and chunks of flesh would come pouring out of his back. And blood just began squirting out. And by those stripes, that not that a payment? Do you think that's a payment? Payment. It says by his stripes we are healed. We are healed by the stripes of his back. The Savior, the baptizer in the Holy Spirit. He didn't come for you to figure out how to live for him. He came to fill you with himself through the Holy Spirit so that you can manifest the love and life of Jesus Christ. You're not left on your own. So many people that I've been exhorting and exhorting and exhorting. If you have been baptized in the Holy Spirit, then pray in tongues much of the day. Please. Think of anything and just pray in the Spirit. And let the Holy Spirit begin interceding through your life. Here's what happens. When you don't do it, you become burdened by things in the world. And you're beat on and you're beat on and you're beat on and you get down like this. And the Holy Spirit's wisdom and power and everything that you need is in here. And you got your mouth shut. And you're beating on, beating on, beating on. What? What? What are you doing? Pray in the Spirit. Rivers. If I say rivers. Rivers of living water flowing up from within. I'm speaking like this because I want you to have a passion about the things of God. Because these are days not to check out. You check out today, you go downstream. People wonder what happened to them. The world swallowed them up. Their own flesh got in their way and they fed it too much and demons all came in and infested them and they're gone. Where'd they go? How many of you have met people that walk with the Lord and you don't know where in the world they are? I have determined that we're going to link arms with Jesus and go all the way. We're going to go all the way. And so if I exhort you to do something, do it. Do it. Take the time. Develop. Develop your spiritual life. Step into the things of the Lord. If you need wisdom in a certain place, pray in the Spirit. The wisdom's already inside of you. 
Heather and I were making a decision when we were going to Wales. We said, should we do this such and such or not? We just sat down and prayed in the Spirit for a little bit. The next thing we knew, we're not going to do that. The Holy Spirit gives you a witness of what you're to do. Just open up and pray. How many of you are glad for the exhortation? Because here's the thing. The world is living in a level of deception that we have never seen before. I mean, it's crazy town. It's crazy town. And God needs a witness of his people. And he says, I'm going to pour out my spirit on you to give you power to be witnesses. Are you there? And I wanted to focus a little bit on the healing aspect of Jesus because here's the deal. When I say Jesus is still the answer, now we live in a postmodern generation right now. That simply means this. This is not the days when the church is rising up. This is the day where the church is, has gone down. And people have already heard the gospel. And they don't believe that that's the answer because they have their own truth. Well, that may be good for you. That's your truth. And so becoming a sinner and needing a Savior is not really on the board the way it used to be. It's just not there. It's not relevant anymore the way it is. But Jesus is still the answer. How is he the answer? Because humorously, people are broke, busted, and disgusted. They're broken. Everybody say broken. How about this? Demonized. Now, I want to say this. Every single ideology and religion that you give yourself to other than the actual person of Jesus Christ opens up door for demonic powers. They just do. If you worship, no matter what, what idol you worship, you'll get the demon behind that idol into your life. I'm just telling you the way it is. I'm not here saying, oh, let's go ahead and be friends to... A... Look, I'm not mad at anybody. Here's the deal. People are demonized today like never before. They're struggling. They're under depression, anxiety, eating them up. People are hungry. People are hungry. How do, they have a hunger for spiritual things. They want spiritual things. They let, but they don't go, let's see. Let, maybe I don't know about my future. Let's go look at the tarot cards. Let's go look at the Ouija board. Let's go talk to a necromancer. Let's go to a fortune teller. And then they open up and demon powers come into their life. Demons come into their life. Demons come into their life. And now they're tormented and they have anxiety and they go to a doctor to get pills because I don't know what's wrong. I don't have what I need. And on the horizon, there's only one person and his name is Jesus Christ. And he will cast that out. He is the healer of the human soul. And the kingdom of God has come for one thing. To reverse everything that sin has done. To reconnect you to everything that you lost. And every demon power come under the rule of him. Thank you, Jesus. Let's just praise the Lord for a minute. Hallelujah. He's still the answer. He's still the answer. Jesus is still the answer. Do you suffer from fear? Are you full of anxiety? Jesus is your answer. Anxiety is an interesting, I mentioned this during the worship, anxiety is an interesting term in the Bible. It means double-minded. Double-minded. 
God will take care of me, but I got to take care of myself. It's an orphan heart. I got to fend for myself. I wrote in the center page there, or the left-hand page in the bulletin, about uh, uh, here's a, two little orphans standing outside of a window, looking in and seeing the laughter at the dinner table, the joy, the happiness. They're eating. These people are connected. They're in a family. There's love. There's all this going on. And they, these other ones are outside the window looking in. But the fact is that they're also sons and daughters with a place at the table. It's just that in their emotions, they feel that they're disconnected. I was saved for 14 years and bound. And I was always feeling like I was looking from the outside in. And then when God delivered me, my first deliverance session, real good one, I just laugh at Mary Magdalene because seven, that was nothing. It was graphic. Heather was there. Curses were broken. Stuff came out of me. And I'm so happy that Jesus is a deliverer. And just like in the Bible, when he showed up, when he showed up, those demons said, why have you come, Son of God, to torment us before our time? Aren't you glad Jesus came to torment not you, but the hell that's working, over, working you over? With all of my heart, I want the full manifestation of all of the ministry of Jesus Christ here. I want to see Jesus. I don't slaver after miracles. I want to see people's hearts healed. People's bodies healed. People's minds healed. People's um, relationships healed. People's finances healed. You know there are spirits of poverty? There are all kinds of demonic powers that hold people down. And when they have a hold, you try harder and you try harder and you try harder and you try, and you don't have a clue that somehow generationally they're just all nested down in there. And then you get into an environment and you come in and we're worshiping God and you, just, you feel this resistance inside. You don't know what it is. You feel, well, he says to lift my hands and stuff, but yeah, man, I feel like socking him in the face. What is that? I wonder what would that be? Well, I'm just going to do what I want to do whenever I want to do it. I wonder what that is. When one minute you say, Jesus, help me, and the other one is, hey, hmm, hmm. What could it be? How many of you are glad that Jesus will relieve you of the burden? I feel like sometimes it's like little, was it a pig pen? Some of you are old enough to know pig pen. He was in the cartoons, uh, the Peanuts cartoons. And he had a, he would, everywhere he went, there was these flies, flies around his head. 
How many of you know that you walked into Jesus' presence and you were pig pen? You were the Beelzebub, Lord of the Flies, was swarming all over. Now here's why. Simple reason, here's why. Everybody say the word access. Access. Here's the deal. When you're little, see, the only way that the domain, I was reading the Passion Version, it says the tyrannical rule. I love that. The tyrannical rule, the domain of darkness. We've been transferred out of the tyrannical rule of Satan into the kingdom of the Son of His love. Out of the domain of darkness. How do you get into the domain of darkness? First of all, you're born in it. Secondly, when bad things happen to you when you're little, you don't know how to not give ac- you don't know how to give access to Jesus. Nobody's trained you to forgive the person who hurt you. So how you give access to the adversary is this. Somebody hurts you, you get a grudge. You become bitter. You become angry. A foothold starts to form in your soul then the devil gets a stronghold there and you're bitter for years. You could go to your grave bitter. You gave access. That's access to the work of darkness. Here's how when you come into the light, this is how you give access to Jesus. He says, I want you to forgive those who hurt you. This is how we give access. I have the blood of the Lamb available to not only wash your sins, but to forgive everybody that's ever hurt you. Access. Give access to the kingdom of light. You give access to Him. What happens? You say, I want you to go ahead and bless those who've hurt you. Access. Access to the kingdom of God. When you give access to Jesus, your soul changes. Light comes in. That's why we're singing that confess song. Lord, I confess. What? When you bring the light of the gospel into the areas of damage and hurt and pain into your heart, Nobody, see, I, I knew enough to get saved. I just didn't know how to get all the shackles off, all the bondage off, all the wounds off. I feel like a lot of people get just enough saved to go to heaven and they want to live like the devil the rest of their life. I just want to do what I want to do. And that's American rebellion thing. That's just, you know, I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Rock and roll. I want to rock and roll till nine. They got older, or 4.30. And just people go, go down, go down, go down. But access, everybody say the word access, access. See, we want to give access to the Lord. And there are processes and path, ways to, to walk with the Lord, to open up to Him. How many of you have enjoyed the Holy Spirit giving you a moment where His light shines into a very dark corner inside of you? And He shows you where access to the devil began. He goes, there you go. And then you have this gift of forgiveness and this power and these tools and these keys. And he begins to hand you the keys and you say, I can actually not only forgive, I can renounce what the devil did in this place in my life. It's so wonderful. Today, the culture is full of pain. Today, the culture is broken. And people who've been hungry for answers have tried to find answers 
and giving access to more and more works of darkness. Well, I'm going to try this religion. I'm going to try this. How many of you are aware of people that got into witchcraft? How's it working for them? It's horrible. I want to get power. I need power. I want power. I get power. 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 Suckered into power. Demons. 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 Now they're sick all the time. Horrible. Do you know that person still has a hunger and doesn't know where to go? And the church, unfortunately, has been impotent. The church hasn't had any answers. Just come and sit in a pew and sing a hymn that's 400 years old. And hear a person telling you, try harder, try harder, try harder. That'll kill anybody. Dead religion will kill you. But Jesus Christ is not that. Jesus Christ is Lord of Lords. And He stands in the midst of all the brokenness in the culture as the only answer that there ever is. And He's put His anointing on you and me. Let's go ahead and lift your head. Say, I want all that you have so I can express who you are and function in the anointing and authority of who you are for those around me. There's going to come moments, there's going to come moments when somebody is deeply hurting just in the grocery store, somebody you know, and the Lord is saying, touch them right now. And because you're walking with him and you've learned to have your heart ministered to in the intimacy of God's the Father, as Amy was talking about, that the wounds inside of you have been healed and that there's more of that, that, that room for the Lord inside of you. And the Lord says, touch them. I'm going to release what's in you into them. And you touch them. And the spirit of peace comes into their heart. And something happens inside of them. It shakes, shakes the work of hell up. And they go, there's hope. There's hope. There's hope. There's something different. What's going on? And you say, invite them to come with you. There's more. There's more. Look. I've been through the meat grinder. I've been, Heather and I, we've been rejected. We've been spoken against. We've been lied about. We've been proven. Because I don't have any bitterness against anybody. Every single person that rose up and said the things that they said, that's their life. That's their life. What it did is it gave me an opportunity to love more become something I wasn't. To have the, the fullness of my heart filled up with the love. I don't have regrets about how I've treated people. A few years back, I said to the Lord, is there anything that I need to take care of that you know of? that um, I missed anywhere in my life. 
And he brought up a guy that helped me produce my first little tape. And he said, you didn't pay Bernie the whole amount of money. I went, oh, I called him up. I found his number. I said, hey, Bernie, I was, I was talking to the Lord. And I realized I didn't pay you the full amount of money. I said, I don't even know what it was, but uh, is, is, is this amount of money, would this be a, a blessing? He said, yeah, and Bernie is just one of those kingdom guys. He's already forgiven me. But I wanted to live right in front of God. I didn't want to get away with something. I said, Lord, is there something here that I can do to be a blessing? He says, yeah, write him a check. So I called up Bernie, and I got the amount of money, and he said, that would be wonderful. He said, give me an address. I said, even the money. Do business. Do the things in your heart that you know that will ask the Lord. I didn't know I was going to go there, but I just gave the Lord this service, and I said, I want with everything in my heart for the fullness of the Father's heart to manifest in you. For you, with you, I want you to know him, right? And here's the thing. He's prodding me to grow. He's prodding me to grow up. I didn't even, I was so, I, when I pulled those worship songs, I went, oh, this is not, I don't think this will work. Isn't that silly? The Holy Spirit was showing me what to do, and I was like, eh, I don't know if they'll get into it. When the Holy Spirit shows you something, He's going to get into it. <laughs> How many of you had the Lord say something? You go, ah, I don't know. It stretches you a little bit. Well, listen. On the horizon, Jesus is the only answer. Let's just settle that. There's no self-help book. It's the person of Jesus Christ and the personality of who He is that is the solution. There's nobody that can love you like He can. There's nobody that can transform you like He can. We need to link up with Him more than ever. The Apostle Paul linked up with Jesus. The Apostle Paul linked up with Jesus. And God, he had, Jesus has said, I'm going to... I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and tell you something. You know, most of the time when Jesus said, truly, truly, I say to you, he was saying, I'm going to say something that's so outrageous you're not going to believe me, but I'm going to say double, double truth here, double truth. Greater works will you do than what I did. Anybody want that? Paul got it. Paul went through so much refining that finally he's in Ephesus and they were just taking pieces of cloth and all kinds of stuff and they're wiping his brow and they're sending off the cloth to somebody and the demons and would leave him and the healing would happen. It was like changing everything. And then those guys that went, the seven sons of Sceva were, this was all in the Ephesus area. They'd go in and said, we're going to, they came, they were their sons of a high priest, and they, Sceva, whatever. And they said, we come to you in the name of Jesus whom Paul preaches. Come out of him in the and Luke writes it kind of humorously because this guy rises up and rips all their clothes off and chases them all out. But that moment, in Ephesus, there were about 50 different idols. And there was one main one. And the main one was Diana or uh, the, uh, the Artemis, uh, whatever this is. And that was the one that was, they considered their savior. 
And this moment happened where Jesus' name now is exalted above every other God. That, that story got out. It got out so much that they started, everybody in their personal lives, they started bringing every kind of scroll of magic, any kind of book they had, any kind of thing that their, their personal lives were so dealt with by the fear of the Lord that they brought. Somebody estimated that when they brought in all the books, it would, today it would be between 12 and $15 million. That was the book burning that day. And people were getting delivered from the demonic. And if you have demonic books in your house, go ahead and burn them up. Get rid of them. You're giving legal access into your home. You don't want books on witchcraft in your house. You don't want little idols or stuff in your house from other religions. You don't want them. Get rid of them. How many times have we gone in some place and say, yeah, it's just stuff. There's always sickness in here and you find there's an idol, some other false god in the house. What's this in here for? You get rid of it and that the sickness leaves. It's amazing that demonic is attached to so much stuff. It's horrible. But we don't need to live in darkness. So, Jesus manifested his work through Paul. And I'm thinking, these are the days when people need more help than, hey, just go ahead and, let's just go ahead and say what Mordecai said to Esther for such a time as this. For such a time as this, that you're in my life. You know, when, when they're doing a foot when they're doing a game and they say, Look, okay, we're in the last, and let's bring out our best players. Let's go ahead and seek to be the best players. We're going to receive communion right now. I want to ask those that are serving. I want us to give access right now to the powerful body of Jesus to bring wholeness. And I want us to use it not only for our own lives, but I ask to take the moment when we receive communion and use it as a point of intercession for others, and I'll show you how. Would you take the little cracker there and hold it in your hand until all are served and let's do this together or take together. Now, when you get it, I want you to notice, and I've said this many times before, but this is a beautiful spiritual illustration of the way that they made this little cracker because there's little holes in it holes in it. Little pierced places. Little tiny places where some machine or something pressed it and pierced it. How many of you remember that they forced the crown of thorns on Jesus' head? And what do you think
to push that thing in and to push in. Now here's the redemptive power of what you have in your hand. The devil has tried to push stuff into your, to pierce your thinking. Here's how he does it. With curses, you'll never mount anything. You don't have what it takes. Nobody's going to come for you. Lie after lie after lie after lie after lie after lie after lie. Curses. Curses. You don't have any common sense. You're ugly. Something's wrong with you. I don't know what it is. Something like... How many of you got curses in your mind? Things that were spoken to you. You know how a curse can come? Somebody just look away from you when you really need them and they're just not there. I'm not valuable enough to be cared about. Jesus said, I took all the piercings against your mind upon my mind. Let's do a trade. Let's do a trade today. I will take everything out of your mind that got pierced in there and break every curse off of your mind. And I will release the blessing of God Almighty, your Father in heaven, upon you. And you will know that you're cherished. And all of those devaluing statements will come out. And all of these highly valued statements will go in. And you will change. Let's come on, praise the Lord with me just for a minute. Because that's what communion is about. Jesus said, I want to make a change. I want to exchange your cursing for my blessing because I put all your curses on me when I went to the cross and I broke the power of all sin and all curses and all negative words and all statements against you. I've destroyed the yoke that holds you back and crippled your personality. I've destroyed it for you. Let's go ahead and... I feel like something happened there. Let's go ahead and praise the Lord. If you know the statement that's just haunted you, bring it before the Lord. Say, I forgive whoever said it. I forgive them. I forgive them. Forgive them saying you're dumb. I forgive them. In Jesus' name, I forgive them. I forgive them saying you'll never make it in life. I forgive you. I forgive you. By the power of the blood of Jesus, I forgive you. Let's go ahead and get active right now in your heart. Don't look at me. Just go ahead before the Lord. Lord Jesus, I thank you for taking this crown of ugliness off of my head where my head was pierced with these negative thoughts. I thank you for taking that off of my head and now placing your hand of healing on my head and releasing your blessing and your anointing to destroy the yokes of rejection the yokes of abandonment, the yokes of neglect, the yokes of depression, the yokes of anxiety, the yokes of feeling deeply devalued. Would you pray in the Spirit with me? Go ahead and just lift their prayer language just softly in the room. The Holy Spirit, move, move, liberate liberate every place of captivity in Jesus' name. Father God, have your heart's will done today. 
as we exalt and magnify Jesus. Well, here's a prophecy for somebody. I feel like the Lord's saying, um, you felt you were left alone, but I didn't leave you alone. You felt you were left behind, but I didn't leave you behind. I'm coming to you right now in that very place where you felt that you were forsaken. I'm come to rescue you now today. I'm come to be right where you need me to be, where you felt abandoned. I've come to you. I've come to you. Now let me take your hand. Let me be in your life. I'm going to release you from the sense of isolation and disconnection. And let me bring you into this place of wholeness and love. In the name of Jesus, praise your name, Lord. Praise your name, Lord. Praise your name, Lord. Praise your name, Lord. And so in Jesus' name, the anointing destroys the yoke. In Jesus' name, the anointing now. Come into the room, destroy the yoke. We break it now. Release the anointing. The anointing is here. Break and destroy and overthrow every yoke of bondage, every wound, every hurt, every pain. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, come. We renounce it and we release the anointing to destroy it. We thank you, Lord. Captivity. No more captivity. No more. No more captivity in this place. Freedom and release in the name of Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your light. We confess. We call it what it is. And we come into the light and we say, thank you, Lord, for the fullness of your great grace that covers us. For we would desire more than anything deep communion with you that brings healing and wholeness. Amen. Let's partake together now. Receiving that, hold it till all are served, as we did before. Try not to spill it. I, I, I believe in you. <laughs> Come on, honey. Put tear what's on your heart. Uh, this right here. We're talking about being able to be. How many of you want to be ministers of the gospel? You just want to be able to pray for your neighbor, all the things you see happening. Some of you are looking at me like, no, I just want to get through today. I'm not really interested in ministering to anybody. I just want to make it through the day. Yeah, well, I feel that way all the time. But I do know that the power of God rests upon me. And you know why it rests upon me, why it rests upon him, and it rests upon some of you. Because I do occasionally go up to someone led by the Lord and things happen completely. And because I believe he loves me. 
And because I believe he loves me, I know that I can love others unconditionally. And I have that, that strength in me that God backs me. You know, you know what I mean? Like, he's backing me. He's got my back. And Pastor and I live a life that will always try to bring you close to the heart of God. Because that's the only way to live. And that's the only way that the power of God will flow through your lives, into your children, into anyone else, is that you know that you're loved. And you're going, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not there yet. Okay. Well, this is how you get there. You get there through the forgiveness that flows through the blood of Jesus. The kingdom only works through forgiveness, my beloved. You cannot get it to work any other way. Love flows through forgiveness. When pastor said we've been hurt and all those things that he said have happened to us, well, we know they've happened to you too. And the only way that we've made it through is this. This is the most powerful agent on the planet. It gives you access if you believe. Now the reality is there's nothing in this little grape juice cup. But the reality is that when you apply the access of the blood of Christ, to it by faith, it becomes alive, loved And it'll wash away every sin, every hurt, every pain, everything that you've gone through, if you believe. Because to be honest with you, there is no other way. You've tried everything else. So let's try this, believing in its power to transform because it already did and if we apply it it can change everything or begin to change everything now let's lift up the cup repeat after me if you would be so kind say father god in jesus name i want to be like jesus I want to be a forgiving person. I want to be a free person. Completely healed person. I want to be like Jesus. Jesus rose from the dead. I want to rise from every death to my emotions, to my mind, to my body. I want to rise up in Christ in the fullness of who you are. So I celebrate you and I drink this in your honor and receive forgiveness. And, and I want to add one thing. And I forgive, let's say, I forgive my parents and their parents and their parents all the way back to Adam for all the failures 
all the doors open for sin, all the activities of hell, you are all forgiven. In Jesus' name, and I renounce by the power of the blood every effect of sin on my family line. And I break its hold over me now. In the name of Jesus. Let's take it together. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your anointing that destroys. Let's just lift your head there. Thank you, Lord, for your anointing. The anointing that destroys the yoke. The effective power of the blood of Jesus over souls right now. Breaking yokes. Destroying things that have been long-term. Be released in Jesus' name. Go ahead, honey. By faith, I receive the breaking of everything that has hindered my forward progress yes. in Christ. Thank in you, Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. There's power in the blood. Take it by faith. Believing, you will receive in Jesus' name. Hallelujah! 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 Oh, hallelujah! Praise you, Lord! Let's go ahead and stand together. Praise you, Lord! Hallelujah! 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 Like the song of the redeemed before the throne of God, every nation, every tribe, every tongue, every people group that are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, that's us. Let's go ahead and praise the Lamb. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My name's written in heaven. I can't wait to look and see that. <laughs> Your name's written. Love on each other. We have a few people down here for further prayer. If you want to follow up with something that you need prayer for, let's go ahead and uh, be dismissed in Jesus' name.